and welcome to episode 67 of the Decides Come Back Advantage. We have made it through the regular season. Another season of college football is almost gone. Regular season is not over yet. Uh, yes, it is. There's still teams fighting actually, for bowl spots. <laughs> there oh, is. you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about one of them this week. They are fighting for potential that. bowl eligibility. Wait, they went and got Marshall, who has a much better record than they do. So um, let's just go ahead and quickly get through the uh, polls. Let's, let's uh, talk about the polls for one more time. Uh, I mean, Alabama. it was a big change. There was a lot of changes this week. Yeah, yeah, there were, there was, and we'll we'll explain some of the changes here in a little bit. So, um, changes. AP poll: We got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia, Oklahoma. Who cares? Who cares Ohio about State. the AP poll? Nobody cares, but we we're being consistent. UCF. Uh, uh, I believe so. I believe Bama fans clamor about it when we're like, "Oh, we've been number one AP poll twenty million times the last four years, <laughs> seventy yeah, weeks I, straight, or whatever it is." They matter then. <laughs> um, I say it because they're assumed that they're number one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which which they are. And uh, college football playoff rankings came out. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, UGA, OU, and Ohio State. We did it. Yeah, you, you made that. it into the last two in, or look last the, two out, look, I guess. Look, look at the, the top six. Or I mean, one of those PS2 two are going to be in the the last one in next week, so we'll see. Maybe we'll but, get there. We'll yeah. talk about all that. Okay. Look at right. look at the look okay. at the next two teams and figure out that. Um and Michigan we'll, and Michigan and Central Florida. We'll, yeah. we'll come back to the uh FPI. We'll get Andrew can give us Wait, a look there. Go back to the college football playoff rankings. Can we talk about how fucking Florida and LSU are in the top ten still? Also also yeah. there. We can. We can. Uh yeah, we could talk about yeah, Florida's number nine and uh LSU is ten after ah. well no we'll talk about that later too. Uh so uh, also <laughs> Fresno conveniently sneaking in in the final week just like last year. <laughs> like what the hell? We'll go let's let's rank. No, them I, you know actually what I think is the funniest is they, they them sneaking Mizzou in uh to help uh boost some strength of schedules. Uh, That's what they did last year with Fresno. Yeah. Well they got Northwestern in there too, so it's self-fulfilling. We want them to be in there, so we put them up higher, so we have to make reasons for why they are. Hey. The fucking committee's full of shit. It's bullshit. We just need to move back to the BCS, but with a 14 playoff. Ohio State plays a top 25 team this week. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. I don't, like the, not- I don't like the BCS either. If you are not, if you don't want the committee, then just do... Um, then do, the BCS. Just, do, uh, just do top six um, and do five... Um, top six champs. what, though? Top six. Okay, so let me explain to you. Top six, with five of them being the conference champions, and then no. you can do either you choose group of five champion or best record or uh, wild card. It doesn't matter. That's fine. That's fine. No. <laughs> I'd be fine no. with BCS because Never. you got some automated uh, or some computer rankings in there. Uh, it was what the I don't know. coaches guys, pulled. Like, it's amazing to me. First of all, the BCS. If you if you forget the BCS, sixty six percent of it was based on the two polls. So. Don't forget that. Then second of all, uh, they were constantly tinkering with the formula every year. It was not a good system. If, I don't know why people forget that. Okay, but if we can't have auto bids, it's better than what we have now because at least the rules of the boundaries of, of what we had to play in were okay. known. It's fine. The, boundary, the boundaries, 
What I'm saying is, Never. if we're going to change the system, just go to conference championships. That's fine. I'm saying if we can't have that, that's the ideal scenario. That's okay. the that's the the ultimate scenario is just auto bids, and have yep. you know, preferably an eight team playoff if you're about auto bids, with some at larges and mm-hmm. a group of five in there. Yeah, but the problem is then you have to decide how you do at larges. If you do if you do six with a um, uh, with like the group of five, then you you, you get everything in there, and then also um. Top two teams get a buy, which is nice. So, there you go. But, but how do you decide the top two teams? Well, that's true. I don't know how you decide the top two teams. There has to be some type of, of system in there somehow. But at least if we have auto bids or at least if we have BCS, we know what the rules are every single week, and they're the same pretty much every single week. That you have to be X, Y, or Z, not, oh, well, this week we felt like it was this. This week we felt like it was this. Yeah, fair enough. To just make FPI the the uh, the thing. Just go by no, FPI. because that's the same thing. No one fucking knows what the fuck's going on with it. We should have Pro Football Focus use their awesome. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. West, Wisconsin's quarterback won the Heisman. <laughs> I'll just I'll just say as conference champions win. Like some conference champions have like two teams that are actually like viable in the playoff, and some conference games are like. One playoff maybe team, and then the other is like a four-loss team that won't get in. Who cares? You know. Win your conference. Yeah, just win your conference. Let's yeah. be some awful matchups. Yeah, you know, at this point, Andy, I just say let's not play this game. This game. Yeah, just, it, we'll just, just move it, and we'll be in the playoffs. Let's just cancel it. We'll stay home and watch. Uh, <laughs> let's watch uh, the other Texas uh, conference games. Oklahoma. I mean, why? If Alabama is in, even if they lose, why even? Why play? Yeah, why don't they just? I agree. Why, why I, they that's what in? I thought. But yeah, yeah, put your second team in and just you know do whatever and keep everyone healthy, rested, and then be ready for the playoffs. Yeah, Jalen's playing the whole game. Going yeah. into about two days ago, that's what it kind of felt like. But you know, everyone's kind of starting to push the. Yeah, uh, maybe Alabama shouldn't get in if they lose. I, I I'm one of those people. If they lose, yeah, they I, get I in. know because you're a moron. No, I'm not a moron. <laughs> Win your conference. Why are you going to lose your conference championship and then go and play that same team again? You just lost to them. Why are you? Why are we doing this again? Also, why? Okay. Why? why Where is the we're... other playoff of it? Where's the other playoff team in the ACC to play Clemson? There's not one. So, so why? Where? Why is? Where's? Why do they have that advantage and not say Alabama? Clemson or Georgia? played a top ten team last year. They played a top ten team in 2015. It's exactly. It's, it's random. It's okay. all random. Yes, sometimes some conferences are stronger than others. It, yeah, that's just how it goes. You were bitching when you guys were playing shitty ass Florida for your conference championship. You were bitching when it was Missouri. <laughs> okay, so we all know about Missouri. <laughs> but that's my point, right? It, sometimes you'll have to play a hard game. Sometimes you won't. Just win it. I, yeah. I would I would say this may be the hardest game that Alabama is going to play the rest of the time, but it's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Anyway, you think best in the country? Well, you're kind of biased, so that's fine. I mean, outside well, of what? Close. Outside of close. Outside of Clemson, I think Clemson is a better team than Georgia. If they don't play Clemson, then I think this is the best team that Alabama will play. It's close. It, it's really close. Uh, well, at least S and P would show that it's, it's like, like very close. Like Georgia we'll defense, there. Georgia. Well, if we want to get there, I was just going to lay out that like, well, Georgia's defense gonna... is it's definitely below like Mississippi State's and LSU's. But offensively, 
mm, I, I can't think of a team that's been as good as Georgia that Alabama has played. There, there hasn't been statistically. Um, I was going like, to say Ole like Miss, overall, but I don't know yeah. if Ole Miss was. Ole Miss, good. I could say Ole Miss because they have uh, the S and P, and they they're still pretty high up there. But it doesn't make sense. It's, it it makes sense yeah. when we played them, and it doesn't make sense now. Well, considering yeah. we're number three in off in offensive S and P ranking. Yeah, now. Yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, you you have not played anybody's because we are in offense. Anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and cover S and P. Uh, we got Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Michigan, uh, Notre Dame, Central Florida, uh, Ohio State. All right, so anyway, so something to note here, um, Clemson moved down, I think, a little bit. I'm assuming it was because of the points they gave up. No, nope. well, what it maybe, because defensive S&P, they're still one. Yeah, that's what I was looking I at, the, and then I was like, eh, I, I think the big, the big problem for, for both uh, Alabama and Clemson, I don't know how much it's weighted, but their special teams is really low. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty trash. Uh, 88 for Clemson and 92 for Alabama. I wonder um, what it's for. Is, is it like, the, how is that calculated? Like, what is it calculated off of? I mean, I'm assuming. Well, like, it, like Alabama, I can understand because they miss a ton of field goals. But Clemson, it's, it's maybe bad punting because they don't miss field kickoff, goals, really. It'd probably be kickoff coverage, punt coverage, like uh, for, for yards a, given up. A, and, I, I can tell you for Alabama, it's, it's, it's definitely like kicking, uh, field goal kicking. It almost seems like field goal kicking is a little better than extra point kicking because we have missed like five extra points, and that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, the other part that <laughs> add to it is Alabama. How do you miss that in Alabama. college? They're Twelve yeah, yards away. Like right there. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I've seen about like three three different doinks off the off the goalpost on extra points. It's got. I mean, it's, man. I, yeah, I don't uh, understand. Your your no, uh, the holder must be doing laces out. He must hate your I kicker. There there was one extra point where yeah the the holder was way too far like behind the ball like where the kicker would be coming through to hit the hit the kick. So is it bad? Is it bad snaps then? Is your long snapper trash? Either bad snapper, the holder put it way too close to his body, so like the kicker is like trying not kick I mean, underneath him. You can literally play. You can literally play long snapper blind. Uh, <laughs> that was a bad, bad point. Uh, wow, dude. The, the other, the, the other bit is that, like, yeah, our punting game is pretty bad. Like, just punting average is like thirty-five yards a punt. Which yeah, is Clemson bad. has a really bad punting average, and they've given up two uh, punt return touchdowns. Ohio State's punter has the the best net average in the in the league and didn't win punter of the year. And I think he has the third best nationally. He didn't win punter of the year. Was well, number one actually A&M's punter because that guy boots the ball like 70 yards every time. It's so aggravating. J.K. Scott never won the pay, the punter of the year or the Ray Guy Award or whatever it's called. No, this yeah, is like even Ray the Guy Big Ten punter. punter of the is year. It, is it Ray Guy or? Ray Guy's, Ray Guy's for punning is and is I'm trying to remember from NCAA football because yeah. that's the only reason I would know. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, so um, Andrew, can you give us an update on the FPI, please? Yeah, let's get it here. All right, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, uh, Michigan at four. Sure, why not? Oklahoma five, highest ten at six. Uh, so we have lovely Michigan here at ten and two, uh, who played two good teams all year and lost to both convincingly at number four. Uh, we have Notre Dame, who's twelve and zero at seven, with Penn State at nine and three at eight, Mississippi State at eight and four at nine. Uh, other highlights? Doo, doo, doo. Let's see. UCF is twenty third. I will say, I will say, finally the uh, the glorious parody of the Alabama Georgia the win out and the conference win is the same. 
Well, <laughs> 64, 64. <laughs> Boom. Perfect. Interesting thing here. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wait. Uh, okay. Man, no, the remaining set strength of schedule rank is interesting. Here's Clemson. That's what I was trying to figure out. It wasn't making here's, sense. Because because yeah, 19 for Clemson doesn't make sense because the 19th team is not Pitt. Like, but they're the 19th team with a game left. Is the thing. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, is there, is there a twenty? Is there a twentieth team? Yeah, there's twenty-eight teams, twenty-nine teams, thirty, thirty-one teams. Okay. Seven okay. teams. Here's what I'm noticing: uh, Clemson has a what a four point four percent chance of losing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's see. Win out percent. So according to FPI. Let's pull this, let me get this back here. It's yeah. Uh, oh. Bama has a 64% chance to win the the championship game. Clemson is 95.6. George drops is a 36. Oklahoma is a 72.8, and Ohio State is an 84.1 to mm. win their conference championships. Wasn't Clemson like number one overall last week in FBI? Uh, were they? We can. Uh, there was a week or two ago where it yep. flipped. Clemson was, they were 30.7, Bama was 30.4, and now it is 30.9, 30.0. So Clemson's FPI ranking dropped considerably. All things considered. Wow. Way to go, Bentley. Yeah. 500 yards of passing and, and, and having non-garbage time basically at the end. You know, I know, like you said, Carolina fans getting pissed at you know, like scoring a touchdown, but it was what, a 14-point game, right? Uh, yes. At, at the, the end. end. I mean, it got the closest. That's technically not garbage time. So, well, so like Clemson's last touchdown counts as not garbage time. Then I guess exactly. Mm-hmm. Ohio State also had a thirty-six percent chance to win last week. So, according to FPI. Okay. There's that. Well, let's uh, let's go and get started with some uh, with some news. Wish we had a soundboard where you could play a news sound. Matt Brown. But uh, first <laughs> one the being official news. That's the official news. <laughs> Sound hit. Sure is. Matt Brown. <laughs> All right. Well, you go ahead and fill us in, Andrew. What? I said go ahead and fill us in, but I'll I'll go ahead and do it, I guess. Uh, great transition there. Uh, so, anyway, Larry Fedora was fired by... I think he was fired, or was he... Yeah, I, I guess uh, it was a firing. Yeah. I mean, he's getting a... Very a late out, so. firing. Everyone thought he was going to get fired, like, after the second game. Um... Yeah, he got, uh, I think, nine lost season last year, nine lost season this year. Um, so anyway, they uh, UNC wasted no time in going after the hottest coaching prospect of the season. They got... The hottest, uh, hottest according to ESPN. They got a guy in Mac Brown who has been out of coaching for five years, and the four years before that were pretty underwhelming at Texas. So... Um, it's it's so weird. It's like you know, like uh, coming home. Like you're like this this person, and this guy leaves you for for someone else, and then you know after a long time that doesn't work out, and then a couple you're of years later like, you're like, hey, uh, we kind of had a good thing going. You want to get back together? I'll and... call it. I'll to plan. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say a controversial statement like? here. I'm gonna say a semi-controversial statement here, maybe. Okay. okay. You it's think this a is question. a good hire? Is Matt Brown <laughs> an overrated head coach? Yes. Well, wait, wait, according to who? I think a lot of people think he's not a very good head coach. I think a lot of people think he's a really good head coach, but he like basically what? lived off Vince Young and uh, 
what's his name? Colt McCoy. If he did not um, have Vince Young, I I think that his time at Texas would have been uh, a lot shorter. Well, not well, maybe shorter, but just I think people would look back on it not as uh, well. I, I uh, think that he had that one national championship, so people forget a lot <clears throat> about how he had probably the strongest brand in the country and still uh, was pretty mediocre for the majority of the time he was there. He's yep. kind of what I think uh, people that don't like Nick Saban think of Nick Saban. Like he, Matt Brown is just a recruiter. And and it's not a good like Texas is no no actually Saban's not a good uh, comparison. I think Dabo's a great comparison. I was gonna say Dabo's probably a better comparison. I my comparison was coming from like about five or six years ago. Like yeah, but yeah. Looking at Mac Brown, he only won two Big Twelve championships. Yeah. What? That's Mm -hmm. crazy. He was there for how long? Over. 15, he was there 15 years. You win two conference championships? As Texas. As Texas? As Texas? I, yeah. Like I, like, I remember Oklahoma. Oklahoma was real good for, like, four or five years from, like, 99 to No, wasn't there a year that Texas Tech won it when they had Crabtree? I thought it was, like, 2007. Yeah, Mac Brown was still there in 2007. Yeah, he was there till 2012 or 2011. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, the last five years, obviously, he wasn't winning because everyone, we all knew and we were all laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, like RG three. You know, come come to Texas, be a safety. Uh, Johnny Menzel, come to Texas, be a safety. <laughs> um, I like uh, I like your Mac Brown impression better than your Bobby Petrino. I gotta say, yeah. I got even, even better than his Coach O. Even better than his I Coach O. I, I didn't try. Okay. Um, I didn't try <laughs> Bobby Petrino very well because I. One, I was thinking of Jason Kirk's version, and I, I'm assuming it was that what you wanted me to try. I didn't. Yeah, what? Well, uh, and, and also, I I don't <laughs> even remember what his voice sounds like. Jason Kirk, you, I want you to do an impression of Jason Kirk doing Bobby Petrino. <laughs> oh God, that, I'm kidding. You sad, don't have to do sad, that. Sadly, that was I think what I was attempting. <laughs> All right, so um, not, not are well. we are we done on on that and ready to move on to the next stuff? Because uh, we we have we it's, have a, it's, a co- it's some more firings and and you've got a special announcement for your rival. Yeah. Uh, so Cliff yeah. Uh, Kingsbury, uh, aka Ryan Gosling, uh, his uh, <laughs> body double, or whatever, was uh, fired by Texas Tech. Uh, I think five win season, if I remember right, something like that. Um, five and seven. Yeah, he's under five hundred for his time there. I know that much. Who who do you think is like more upset at his firing? Like the, uh, him the, or the, the yeah at, at, at Cliff at Cliff at Kingsbury's firing. Who who's more upset? Is it is it the the, the single Coates. ladies of the single, oh, ladies single ladies at Lubbock or like the head coaches at the rest of the league? The tortilla chip manufacturers. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Cliff, uh, Cliff is, uh, seems to be a hot commodity right now. Supposedly there was some news that he had two firm offers as a offensive coordinator for NFL teams. Not sure why he would not take either of those. Um, but, um, he, he's actually like, if you, I, I watched a breakdown of like a lot of his like play calling and plays and he's like pretty much like a genius play caller. It's just the problem yeah. is you can't get a defense, which their defense was better this year. It was a little bit better. Yeah. He's just getting out recruited in that state. It's hard to recruit in Texas. Well, yeah, now, now, yeah. Like the, when you're the, Depending on who you are. 
Well, it's yeah. even harder. I mean, it was hard when you were the, you know, the fourth or fifth best school in Texas. Now it's harder when recruiting's a national level thing now. Yeah. Like lots of SEC and lots of PAC teams are raiding Texas. Yep. Yep. Uh, big team, Big Ten teams are, are coming down there. Like a uh, higher state, don't y'all have like quite a few Texas players? <laughs> JT Barrett was from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He was. Uh, and, you could uh, dodge that bullet if uh, Mac Barron offered him. He probably did, but you know he, he did. He was offered Texas at not as a as a quarterback. He's offered a different position. Well, in retrospect, Wait, that makes a lot it, of sense now. Was a quarterback? <laughs> he probably should have played a different position. Yeah, he probably should be playing now. Only owns like basically every Big Ten record. Well, great. It's the Big Ten. No one throws the ball cool. anyway. Drew Brees. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying for his for his future job employment opportunities, it would have been better for him in the he, long run to play is, in a different position. He, is, he has been cut by the Saints seven times off their practice squad this year. <laughs> How do you get cut off their practice squad? <laughs> because they, uh, they cut you before game day, so they don't have to cut, give you such a big check. Oh. Um, yikes. That's the NFL. But yeah. you know, if you're on the practice squad, you're still making six figures, so it's probably okay. Hmm. Yeah, you're just not going to be on the practice squad for long if they've cut you seven times in one year. Well, it's a kind of a normal thing. Okay, but uh, I'll take your word uh, for it. Um, I, I, I knew about, a guy. I knew a guy was oh. a practice squad quarterback for the Bengals. So Cliff's probably going to get hired by USC. It looks like that's what's going on. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, also, uh, transitioning to the next one, uh, T. Martin and most of the assistants were fired uh, by USC. Clay Helton was allowed to remain, much to the angst of a probably a majority of the USC fan base but uh, they're and, currently and, do not and have a president and really extreme puzzlement <laughs> uh, from everybody else in the nation yeah I don't think like, anybody really gets it other than uh, their AD uh, Lin Swan uh, yep. is cool with Clay Hilton so um, part of that may be that apparently they have some big lawsuits going on right now and they don't have a president um, <laughs> so anyway Reasons. So, so they're Auburn on the West Coast. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a low blow there. Um, so we'll see what happens. I assume T. Martin's going to end up somewhere somewhere pretty quickly. Um, I have no idea about his uh, coaching ability, but he's always been known as a great recruiter. So, uh, given the twenty hour limit in college, where coaching is much less important than recruiting, in my opinion, it's still important, but. Uh, yeah, recruiting is uh, is even better. Maybe he'll end up at Auburn. Uh, who knows? Hmm. But anyway, Auburn. Well, I don't know why anyone would want to go into that situation, but I guess we can transition over that. Let's transition well, over to Auburn because uh, apparently uh, Gus saying, I hope they don't fire me at the tail end of the Georgia game. We were trying to figure out if it was fine or fire. Pretty sure it was fire because they're thinking yeah. <laughs> about firing him right now. I don't uh, it's it's actually way more confusing and worse than that. There's the whole. Uh, <laughs> There's so Ar- many rumors Auburn right appar- now. Auburn is apparently like, I don't know if the offer is the wording, but they've offered Gus to what like take less money and buy out, <laughs> get and another not be year. Able to, like, get so another year, not <laughs> not be able to like hire like a replacement assistant coach without their approval. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it what, makes what, no sense. What I understood is that and he, they and apparently he's accepted. They tried to restructure his deal, so it was so shitty that he would quit. And then and he's he like, called cool. their bluff. He called their bluff, and then they're like, ah, oh, shit. 
<laughs> so I, yeah, I don't, it's just a disaster all around. Yeah, and apparently uh, the, he, they went out, or some boosters or somebody went out to talk to Bob Stoops like three weeks ago. Obviously, during the middle of the season, <laughs> and talked to him I, about taking I, the job. I've even heard like rumors of like I don't know if it's boosters or trustees or both have like offered you know as long as everyone at the table like chips in two million dollars each <laughs> to cover like half of the buyout they will do, they will do it. I don't understand why Bob Stoops would come back to coach Auburn. I mean, he left no, Oklahoma no. where he was basically you know he he had the best team in the conference and it was fairly mm-hmm. easy to get to the playoffs or at least a New Year's Six Bowl. Why would he go to Auburn where? It's, hey. I mean, it's just a much tougher job. Why would I mean after they, retiring? It just doesn't make any sense. Did we ever figure out why the fuck money. Bob Zoops just retired all of a sudden? I, there was, there was a, <laughs> I mean, there's a story, and I don't know how true it was. There's I, a girl somewhere. No, no, that he's family-wise, he's got a genetic history of like heart attacks. Like his dad died around this his age. Yeah, now. I heard something about that. And like he's basically like he could die like from a heart attack at any random time. So he, you know, wants to like spend time with his family and also spend time doing something not stressful. Fair Basically, enough. what Urban should be doing now, but is it? Well, Urban's going fine. to Auburn would probably not be good for his stress level. No, 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 no. no. Um, because actually, not, there was an interview. Is it, is it, yeah, not only is it tough to to win there, it's I can't like being around like the the fan base and that their administration just seems like a very awful situation. I was listening to the radio and like multiple callers called in with the exact same wording. Like basically the administration and boosters of Auburn are the reason why that program is in this state that they have their hands too much into the pot and they don't know what they're doing. But it's always been this way. Remember when they like exactly that secret flight during Tuberville's tenure to to replace him. Why would you anyone want to go there and coach? I don't understand. They did the same thing. It was like that 10 years before that. It was like that with Pat Dye and Terry Bowden in the early 90s. It's They just need to accept that they ain't going to be shit until Saban leaves the state of Alabama. Just accept or, it. Or really, unless yeah. they can buy another good quarterback. A good one, yeah. not... Well, you know. yeah. They keep they trying. Might, it ain't working. They, they might have a couple oh, good no. options this year. You know, I don't know about Kelly Bryant, but I I, 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 I do worry about that Khalil, T- Khalil Tate. Challenge I mean, they're coming. not... I don't think. I mean, but Kelly Bryant's fine. I don't. If he's not going to be any better than Jared I don't think so. Stop. He's not going to solve their problems. Yeah, he can run better and, and maybe not pass well, yeah. as well. But Khalil Tate, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he could be. He could be a problem. <laughs> he yeah. reminded me a lot of of Cam Newton. Khalil Tate. Is he a Khalil lot Tate's small though, isn't he? I thought he was more yeah, like he's a, a. He's more like a Nick Marshall, he which was, also yeah. did pretty no, well. I don't know what I remember of him. You know, my mind's not the greatest. Yeah, he's he's definitely a swell. He's uh, has some muscle to him. You know, the like. Khalil Tate is six two two sixteen. I thought it was like five ten, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's not. I mean, okay, yeah, Cam Newton is well, like six five and two. No, yeah, but I thought he was like Russell Wilson size. I didn't think he was six two. But Tate can fit in that offense pretty well, that Melzahn yeah. offense. And he can give the SEC some fits. Yeah. He could be. He's If it says 6'2", he's probably 6'1". But, I mean, that's just how that well, goes, I, mean, I guess. Still. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, who, who knows what's going on with Auburn. Uh, it sounds like he may be back next year. He may not. Uh, this could change by the time that I put this up tonight. 
So who knows? Uh, we did have a update with uh, Georgia Tech, uh, the North Avenue Trade School. Um, Paul Johnson has decided to uh, retire. Or I mean, he's quitting coaching for now. It's a, he says he says he's retiring. Gonna, so I guess that means he's done. I don't know. Well, I mean, I saw some short interview with him, and they, he's basically like, well, he's like, never had a break in 40 years, so he's like, I'm going to go hang out with my family, and we'll see how I like that, and if I get bored, I will coach again. So, Yeah, the, the, the light word was that, and people I consider maybe it was a forced retiring, like he maybe not didn't really want to, but he's gone. I mean, who's, I don't understand who Georgia Tech thinks they are if they're forcing retirements. I mean, he, he does all right there. He What? I, I don't know what they're expecting, um, but I think he's fine for that I mean, school. I mean, I don't care about them at all. Um, I mean, I kind of hope they hit a home run with whatever they do hire. But whoever goes there, is, it's going to be uh, two years before they really can. Yeah, I mean, they also, show unless, unless they also run the triple option, it's going to be thought, wild just because the personnel on offense is just going to be triple not what you need. People. Yeah, yeah. On both sides, really, because I kind of think they, their defensive talent is undersized too, right? Because it, mm. I mean, it's no, a little bit better than I, I mean, they don't, they didn't recruit well on the defensive side, but it's not has nothing to do with their offense they run. Okay, okay. They don't really I, recruit that well anywhere. But the problem yeah. also with their defense is that it's always going up against a triple option. So yeah, I mean, and yeah. when it's not going up against a triple option, it's going up against scout team guys from Georgia Tech and. Yeah, I don't. And there's no, yeah. probably no coaching there that that handles like regular offensive play. Yeah, but um, I don't know if if they can get someone decent and maybe in a couple of years and recruit you know somewhat normally for the region. I mean, they're they're in Atlanta. There's a lot of talent there. They can get the crumbs left over from like Georgia and, and Auburn and Clemson. Well, if you know, we and, yeah. and still come out with a, a decent team, so and you know it, it saves well, the Georgia problem, and the ACC teams from having to deal with a triple option team, which is yeah. a positive for everybody because right. it gets the really, the problem with Georgia Tech and their recruiting is not their academics, as they would always say. It's because they have a very narrow band of um, uh, majors that they offer. They're not a liberal arts school. They don't have a lot of majors yeah. at all. So basically, unless you want to be an engineer, you shouldn't go to Georgia Tech. I bet um, they have a general studies major. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, they, they... If they don't, they should get it quick. I don't... Uh, it, you know, the thing is, if they're serious about becoming a... Um, you know, if they want to take this thing to a, a decent level, then they can start adding some majors. I mean... Uh, Stanford has much tougher um, academics than they do, and they're much more successful. So all that's yeah. a bunch of bullshit, and they just have a bunch of excuses about tough academics. It's not that tough. Um, it, it's just that they don't have very high, um, like, like they don't have a, a good imagination for what they want the program to be, and they've been fine being where they are. Just make excuses for it. That's all. No, that that's a that's a deep dive. It makes sense, so so yeah. Yeah. But, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, we'll see. Just, if do. you can get rid of the triple option, get rid of the cut blocks, and maybe give a normal team, you know, and with normal talent, and maybe like give Georgia fits. I mean, Calvin just, Johnson just, went just, there back in the day. Yeah. 
for some yeah, reason. I still the, don't and understand the Demarius why. Thomas. Demarius Thomas, Thomas yeah. 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 Demarius or Demetrius? Demarius. Demarius. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that Calvin Johnson is probably the last recruit that UGA wanted as well as Georgia Tech, and UGA didn't get. You guys didn't want Demarius Thomas? I don't know if they were. Uh, I don't know. I didn't yeah, think on that it. one. I don't All know right. if that was a. That may have been one of those guys that kind of developed into a great player. I'm not sure, but Calvin Johnson was always known to be like an yep. incredible talent coming out of uh, high school. Okay. Think, is there any other any other news? I can't think of any. I can't think of any right now. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of smaller programs. Somehow Scott Satterfield still isn't be at uh, App State. Still isn't being uh, contacted. It seems like by anybody with uh, coaching get, I, vacancies. I, I, I guess uh, is it Jeff Brom. Oh yeah, yeah. There is that. Yeah. He, yeah. Staying. He's staying. Yeah. The it's long some... rumor of going to Louisville. That he decided to say just no. Apparently, he was talking to them. So right now, he makes like a little over three million. He wanted five million, and Louisville was said, "We'll give you four. But now Purdue's going to give him six. So. <laughs> uh, first of all, I don't know how Purdue's forty six million dollars a year for a head coach. Uh, well, I mean, that was the same way you guys afford it. Second off is I was going to say they they were they're able to sell a very nice, perfect pelt that got off of the Ohio uh, State courts. That's true. And uh, uh, if you if Louisville can't Jeff Brom and the Brom family are literally like walking legends in Louisville. And if you can't even get him to come back home where like his entire mm. family played there. That's sad. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. Apparently, I guess might they be just making, weren't offering uh, a lot of money. I don't know. They have, don't they have a big buyout to pay for Petrino? I think it was they were trying to do a lateral move is what I read. I don't know why all these head coaches care about this money. It's not like they can fucking have time to afford, like do anything with it. It's like, oh, we're getting up at 4 a.m. Our house is all dark. Who cares if it's 20,000 square feet? As a guy who doesn't have kids, of course, you're not going to understand why it's important to him. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I carry that wealth on. But I was going to say, well, there is like, like three million dollars is a nothing. There is one coach who has had plenty of, of, of spare time to spend his buyout money, and that's uh, Houston Nut. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, are we going to bring Houston <laughs> Nut back? Because that'd be good. Man, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> what's, he, what's he up to now? Is he still doing a radio show? I think he's on He's on a football little broadcast by like, for like Raycom or, or yep. CBS Sports. So there was. Uh, I think the last thing on this coaching news is that going back to Texas Tech for a second, since we brought up uh, buyouts uh, and money being owed, uh, Leach was apparently asked about going back there because there were some rumors, and he's like, "Hell no, I'm not going back there. They still they haven't paid me the money they owe me from 2009 or whatever." So um, we'll see. Uh, and then there were, of course, rumors after that that there were some rich boosters that said that they would cover it. I think he threw out like a, a, a one last little barb on that sentence. Like he says, they owed me like paychecks for nine wins that year, which is like more than any like single season that they've had since. Something like that. Wow. Well, like, right. like the hubris for them to even like suggest that they could get him back is hilarious to me. Yeah. It's yeah. national news <laughs> of like how much that was like, like a an actual divorce where like going to court. He like still brings show. it up every like, offseason yeah, yeah. that they owe him even, money. Even if the boosters can get the money, you think he wants to go work for that administration again? There's no way. No. Like, why would he do that? He'd be going from a situation that yeah. he's finally gotten to a, a halfway decent place 
back to that? <laughs> like, why? Why would he do that? Sorry, I laughed at that. You know, the, that what the game that we'll talk about eventually. Yeah, we'll get there <laughs> if we ever get past <laughs> this shit. <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's get, anyway, okay, let's, let's get to that. Yeah, well, it's the end of the season. That. People are getting fired. We gotta talk about it. It's fine. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So there's the firings that we. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Not that I know of. Thursday night, there was the Egg Bowl. Mississippi State uh, was favored by 11 at Ole Miss. They uh, they definitely covered 35-3. to 3. There were some extracurricular activities after the game. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, during during the game, too, um, with some fights. Uh, Matt uh, Cor- Corral, Corral is their uh, backup quarterback, I know, and a couple other uh, players on each team were got into some uh, fisticuffs, if you will and uh have been suspended i think by the sec or something for for fighting uh matt Corral. the only one only reason why i remember him is because um i believe he was committed to uga before they went after uh justin Wrong. fields last um last time so he's from uh, southern california the only thing i'll add is 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 that uh up until a certain game later, th- that was the fight of the weekend. That and the uh, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, there was North a Carolina. much better one. There's, <laughs> there's one that doesn't even involve actual players that that we'll get to. The NC State North Carolina one was pretty, pretty, it was pretty uh, wild too. Yeah, or, uh, there is the the one you're talking about that we'll get to much later is uh, does involve a former player though. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Uh, not That's, a current player, former player. Just a just a clarification. Um, anyway, so Friday, Houston was at Memphis, who's favored by seven. Uh, they definitely covered as well, 52 to 31. Um, and we'll talk about who Memphis is playing this week here in a little bit. Nebraska was at Iowa, who was favored by 10. Uh, they didn't cover, but they won 31 to 28. I think Nebraska was in this game pretty good, right? Didn't they have a lead? Well, I mean, it's a three-point uh, yeah, loss. I, mean, I just, I, I, I think Nebraska is starting to show some signs of life towards the end of the year. Yeah, um, Iowa. I guess there was another coaching update that we could talk about uh, real quick. They give Iowa they give Ferentz an extension. No, well, they, yeah, there is that. Um, I believe he got a five hundred thousand dollar bonus for hitting eight <laughs> wins as well. Um, I mean, it's better than the UConn uh, or what's his name bonus. Uh, what's his name? Randy Edsel. Uh, wherever he's at. Where he gets oh. like two thousand dollars and like five hundred dollars for like these like stupid things that happen during the game. Neil the ball about this week. three times. Yeah, it's like <laughs> score once five hundred dollars. It's like that kind of thing. It's just like the dumbest oh. shit. Um, and whoever got him that contract has got to be laughing every week. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Iowa scored, I think it was in the 60s on Illinois this year, and Illinois gave Lovey Smith another two-year extension, oh I believe. Um, I did yeah, see that. Anyway. That's, uh, I think they're Illinois. locked in for like, I think he's locked in for six years now or something like that. Oof. I anyway. guess as long as he has the beard, he's good. So It's a nice beard. It's a really nice beard. It I, is a nice honestly. beard. Uh, Texas was uh, favored by 14 and a half at Kansas. Uh, they didn't cover. They won twenty-four to seventeen. That game was a struggle for a long time. God, yeah. Although the college football playoff committee only wants to bring up the Maryland game for Ohio State, but they won't bring up you know the Kansas game for Oklahoma. Texas for Texas Kansas. Oklahoma or or Oklahoma. Oklahoma struggled with a lot of teams too. Yeah, I mean I think they won by like twenty or so, but gave up forty. 
forty to Kansas. Yeah. Do we uh, do we know if Kansas had a an an offensive or defensive assistant on the sideline named Wes My- or Wes Lyles by any chance that might have been helping them out in that game? <laughs> no, according to his podcast, he stayed away for it from that game. I know. I I listened to it, but uh, I don't know. I I like to imagine that he was there. Uh, just like wearing like uh, well, Mike Leach's mustache. But, I mean, going by going by his commercials, he's he has to have dyed his hair because his hair is like much darker than I remember. So yeah, he could be on the sidelines. If oh yeah, like, it looks you know, like he dyed just, hair. Maybe a painted on mustache. Looks like he came out of a had. Just for Men commercial. Yeah. He had he had the perfect disguise until he clapped, and then everyone instantly knew. That's <laughs> 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 less. What's that abomination? Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. That's right. Um, okay, so UCF was favored by 14. Oh, boy. I wasn't looking forward to talking about this game. Favored by 14 against USF. Uh, they they did win 38-10. Uh, this was no a one paid tough attention to victory. that. This was a tough victory because Mackenzie Milton uh, about lost his leg. Like... Kind of literally, like, like literally, like, almost lost his leg. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like after it happened, and until the news reports came out, like I, I saw a couple of Central Florida fans talking, like he's gonna lose his leg or he might lose his leg, and I, I, and I think multiple other yeah. people thought they were being facetious, like oh. he's not gonna almost lose his leg. Well, well the news they, reports come out, and go ahead. Yeah, the the news report said that they fixed the uh, nerve damage. He's not done with surgeries yet. The first surgery. Fixed some nerve damage and restored blood flow to his leg. So yes, he could have yeah. lost his leg. Um, they're not even talking about ligament reconstruction, which I'm sure all that has to happen too. Like probably all might, of them. They might, they might not um, be able to check that for like weeks. Well, the swelling point. is probably insane right now. So yeah, someone said he was up and walking the other day. It's probably like more like yeah. a crutches, like hobbling. I, I don't know. I would, well, he was uh, he was walking. They said. I don't know, you know, obviously not unassisted, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that that's that's good. Well, we'll see. God, was that was sucks. that in a news report or is that just people talking? That was I, I think it was like I a tweet know. or something from his family maybe or the school, yeah. I don't know. It was like yeah, it was, like, it was like an, a, a trusted source basically. It was like keep up the thoughts and prayers type thing. Yeah, he's up and uh he's even walking a little bit type thing. <sighs> anyway, uh, rough situation there. So, uh, keep your thoughts and if you do that, uh, prayers towards that situation. Anyway, uh, Washington was at Washington State in the Apple Cup. Washington State was favored by two and a half, and uh, a blizzard oh, broke out. Snow blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I, the, it's a bummer for Washington State because yeah. playing in a blizzard <laughs> does not really lend well to having an air raid <laughs> offense. So. Yeah. If it, if the conditions were good, who knows how the game would have went? But it was played in a blizzard, and Washington State couldn't really adjust to that. So bummer yeah. for them. Apparently, uh, I think Bruce Feldman talked to uh, one of the Washington coaches, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, he's, he's like, as soon as it started snowing, we we're like, oh, this is really good for us and really bad for them. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, yeah. It's pretty so, obvious. Some, someone in charge really did not want Washington State to win. <laughs> the powers that be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they they lost twenty eight to fifteen. It was a pretty. I, I'm a sucker for watching games like in adverse it weather conditions, one, so yeah. I enjoyed it. It was it cool was to one, watch. Yeah, it was ugly yeah, football, but it was cool. Yeah, it was one of the best blizzards I've seen during a football game in a 
in quite a while. Probably since like I think it was a Patriots game that was played in just like whiteout blizzard. Yeah, they, when they, they played the Raiders the, uh, and they had the tuck yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was either that or another game. But yeah. Well, Fox had to. Uh, plus, in a couple. plus it's you know plus yeah. it's during the snow shower, so you get the you know the flakes in the air and and so the photography from that game is pretty good. Uh, yeah, and you also had some uh, some fake uh, the yard lines and stuff on the oh, field. Oh God, yeah. They were like computer generated. <laughs> Um, not and not not great and not like not in the same like frames per second. So they had like this stutter effect and. I mean, I, I didn't think it was awful. I mean, at least they I mean, at least they it had worked. it rather than like a, a white field where you can't see a thing, which is what actually happened. Uh, I apparently, think the, the thirty-eight. Apparently, what happens is they actually map it out before the the game, and it's all yeah. You know, it's obviously computer uh, generated. And, so. You know, the, the the distance of a yard doesn't really change much during a game, or no, it, it, it shouldn't. Uh, yeah, every... the yardage should never change. That's how map works. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I hear. <laughs> All right, the so yellow line's not official. <laughs> oh yeah, that that came yeah. up this. Uh, that this that also comes up later. Yeah, later. Uh, yeah, with the the fight game. All right, so Saturday, moving on to uh, Florida. Uh, it was favored by five and a half at Florida State. And did anyone anyone watch this picture? That picture is great. Uh, they they won. I thought uh, gifts. Did not I saw watch it, no. no, I did not watch there, a second. There was of a this better game, game on. Why was watching watch this? That? Uh, yeah, who was watching this when Michigan Ohio State was on? Why would I watch that? Why would I watch <laughs> my own game? Almost. I mean, it, it was almost that case. So forty-one to fourteen. <laughs> uh, let's just move on. Uh, Georgia Tech was at uh, Georgia, who won by Wait, the, the important. The important thing, though, that game is Florida State officially not bowl eligible for like the first time in like thirty years. Yeah, it's been a long time since so like I think before like Bowden got there. Maybe it was like eighty, think, uh, eighty-one, or eighty-two. I think with that game, I think we're actually the longest now, if I remember it. Um, same way, Georgia Tech was at uh, Georgia. Oh. It's favored by seventeen. No, uh, Virginia Tech, but I think Virginia Tech has to win this. Game day scheduled with Marshall. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you may be right. Virginia that's State. not really. That's not really a given yeah, either. Yeah, it's not on the list, and it's not. Yeah, it's not a given. Um, okay. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, Virginia Tech's been going forever. Uh, Georgia Tech was at Georgia's wow. favorite by seventeen. They covered forty-five to twenty-one. It really could have been forty-five to seven, but um. <laughs> some garbage time and there was also uh no that that was the seven or kickoff return whatever that that was the seven it really could have been 45 to seven but yeah. we had our third string in there and because they just they, you know may have heard but georgia has a pretty big game coming up this week so they just didn't want anybody anybody's legs getting uh destroyed by uh some chop blocks by uh tech hey he you actually, don't worry about uh, that anymore though hey we don't yeah. uh georgia tech uh he he pulled a, a rick he called a timeout with 45 seconds left to try to get that last touchdown. Congrats. He got it against our third string. So oh, a Rick would be calling a timeout to kick a field goal. Well, down that's by fair. Five it, touchdowns. With having a, a zero, like a donut on the scoreboard. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> fair point. But, but we don't have to deal with that but, anymore. But so. immediately go into like the nearest high dive and jump into a pool. <laughs> I will say that uh, last thing on this game before we move on to the game for Andrew is that uh, is that somebody they were asking you know Kirby the media was asking Kirby about the triple option and you know basically how much do you hate playing against this he's like well he's like we kick their ass enough times we won't have to worry about it anymore because he won't be there 
well, well he's not there anymore did you say that did he say that last part or did he kind of like emphasize or like contextually with that part we won't have to see anymore i added in the ass i'm pretty sure he didn't he uh he's not opposed to uh cursing because i've definitely heard some uh some stuff that you just yeah, put yeah, out yeah. from the uh from the uh from the locker room yeah he's no stranger to that and if you've seen his outburst on the sideline he's definitely not opposed to it he did not uh, say that in as many words he he said yeah it sucks yeah. but uh if we if we kick his ass enough then they're gonna fire him and we won't have to deal with it anymore and that's kind of what happened well he retired today michigan was favored by four at ohio state and they did not cover they lost 62 to 39 andrew you were there what's the swing what's the swing on that huh what's the swing on that the swing on that from four uh what uh a lot see. Yeah, uh, a lot favor before and losing by what 23 points so 27 yeah mm. or 20 uh mm. yeah 27 let me tell you a story a story okay. about a team who has okay, never before, had before, before you tell what? the story did you go to the game or were you watching i did no okay. i got the, i went to the game uh also it was probably one of the loudest i've heard the stadium in uh, a long while <laughs> it was like as loud as probably 06 texas which is the loudest I've ever heard of the stadium. It was slightly below that. But 06 Texas is the pinnacle for us, loudest I've ever heard of the stadium. Uh, I, will throw in, I will throw in congratulations on proving that you weren't the jinx because you went to that Purdue game, and I was worried that if you went to another one, who knows what was going to happen. I w- I've been to, went to every home game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not terrible. Congratulations, you're not a jinx. Maybe Anyways. it's Urban Meyer that's the jinx. Oh, yeah. Hey, did you notice how Urban didn't look all anguished and uh, <laughs> upset this week? Weird, huh? He did kind of at some points. Remember when you guys that like, weird uh, tried to feel that punt at like your one-yard line and then it kind of rolled forward about seven yards and they recovered it? Was it? A, it was a kickoff. Anyways, let me tell you. Either way, I, I'm Listen, pretty sure he did his thing. You, I think hey, he realized, you realize that Michigan scored 14 points in like six seconds? If they hadn't, <laughs> Jesus, how much they would have lost by. And they had a garbage time touchdown. Oh, God. All right. So here's the story. Michigan, Listen. I've always heard since Harbaugh got there, never had a quarterback. They've always, we never have a quarterback. Once we get a, once we get a quarterback, Harbaugh's players, we're undefeated. We're, you know, we're great. Michigan mm-hmm. finally has a quarterback, apparently, in Shea Patterson. Uh, no. uh, Michigan has. Just, can we, can I, can I interject for a second? Mm-hmm. This quarterback that they have, I just want to paint a picture for you of this being the guy that lost out the battle to play as a starting quarterback for LSU. Have you seen their passing offense this year? They told me. No, you mean okay. Ole Miss. This was it. Ole Miss, sorry. Yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. Sorry. He left Ole Miss okay. because probation. He still lost out. This so, was, this was, was the, the guy. This was the, this was the chosen one. This was their, yeah. Michigan had the number one defense, number one pass defense in the NCAA. Ohio State has looked embarrassing anymore. this year. Ohio looked embarrassing. The Ryan tax has been non-existent. The defense has looked atrocious. This was yeah. the year Michigan was going to win. Chase Winovich was coming in. Karan Higdon guaranteeing victories. Uh-huh. And they came in and fucking laid a goose egg, man, in the middle of the field. I want to say that just because they believed they were going to win doesn't mean anyone else did. If you would, if you want to look ahead to our picks from last week, none of us believed well, that they were going to win. All this, <laughs> yeah. Everyone on game day, except for Bryce Harper, picked... Uh, Michigan. Most of the pundits picked Michigan. Vegas picked Michigan. Ohio State came in there. And like Ohio State too also settled for two field goals when they kept doing the Tate Martell package, even though Dwayne was like fucking balling all game. They literally had Michigan had no 
response to just simple crossing routes. Like they couldn't deal with them. We were just running five yard crossing routes for 30 yards each time. And then Michigan's literally playing their offense into our strengths of like, yeah, you want to run an offense inside a phone booth? Like, yeah, that's exactly what we're good at doing because we can't do shit on the outside. So just keep, you know, put two tight ends in there and a fullback, see what happens. From what, I, from what I heard, the people were saying that they should do the same thing that you guys were doing and do crossing routes against your shitty linebackers. Exactly, yeah. They, and they didn't. They, they wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, maybe they need a better, better offensive coordinator. The best thing was that apparently at halftime, uh, Harbaugh had said, all right, guys, we're going to go out in the second half and throw everything at them offensively. And they just kept running two tight end sets and like running the ball and just, just moving very slowly up the field in the second half. And that game was not great. But it was glorious because now Ohio State has won, I think, eight in a row at this point. And Harbaugh is the first Michigan head coach to finish 0-4. Also, the revenge tour was officially canceled on mm-hmm. Saturday. Hey, uh, Mike, I, I just want to take okay. your pulse on this uh, real quick. Um, how, how would you feel about Tua and your receivers doing crossing routes against uh, Ohio State? Because I feel pretty good about that. I would feel uh, yeah. good about literally the fucking gotta, Purdue did it. I got, I got a great yeah. feeling in my pants when I think we, about that, actually. We, we, I think about it, too. I think if Ohio State can jump to number three in yeah. the uh, playoff rankings, that'd yeah, be... We, we all, like, want to play them more than Oklahoma. <laughs> and who, oh, for you know, sure. We, you don't want to get in a shootout all, with them. We would all succeed against that defense of Oklahoma's, but you still have to worry about their offense. You, yeah, Ohio uh, State doesn't have yeah. an Oklahoma it's offense. Not nearly, no. yeah. They're, you know, Nobody does, really. Might show up, uh, but, you know. Well, eh, yeah. Not not like that anyway. Like, like Oklahoma, like they're like, you know what? We don't have a defense. We don't give a shit. You gotta you gotta outscore us. And it's gonna be really hard to do that. But good yeah, luck. They're they're, they're the NCAA count- 2014 game on easy. We've yeah. been counted out as a four seed before. Okay. All right. Is that is that all you got? So oh, let's yeah. uh let's know. talk about how much uh how many airline bottles of uh whipped uh liquor did you uh, drink? <laughs> it wasn't I so I had with me eight airline bottles of liquor because oh, usually God. I don't they're not all for me. I will I will share with <laughs> with. I will also share for people around me. Uh, Is this like good I, stuff? It's probably like Captain Morgan and uh No, it's not good stuff. What do you think good stuff comes in tiny little yeah, airline bottles do, that I can buy for a dollar fifty? They don't no. do single servings of like gentlemen's fireball. Jack or anything. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a t- bunch of tiny little Blanton's bottles. Just why, don't you just, why don't you bring in like a flask? Because I don't care. I just want these tiny little shitty bottles that I buy for a dollar. <laughs> oh god. It's not the All point. Right. The point is I take them and I put uh-huh. them in like hot chocolate or coffee. Okay. okay. And it's good because whipped vodka inside a hot chocolate is good. <laughs> Uh, but after after we were up, what was it? What was the score at that point? It was I'm looking 21-6. Michigan goes down, scores a fairly easy touchdown, and then we muff that kickoff, and then they score again <laughs> in six seconds, and it's 19 to 21. And I literally looked, half. I yeah. literally looked at my buddy next to me, and I untwisted four of the little airline bottles, and I just chugged them. And oh. I just threw them. Uh, yeah, I think you awful. were text. I think you texted that actually. Yeah, that you did. That's what you were gonna do. I think I had two two Socos and two whipped vodkas at that point that I chugged. <sighs> yeah, and then all I had left yeah. was Soco. Perfect. Yeah, because truthfully for me, like somewhere early in the third, like before things went the other way, it was still close. And I don't know if that's when Alabama was coming on because uh, I didn't watch it and kind of got surprised, like maybe. A, 40 minutes or 50 minutes later when it was like 50 to 
twenty or whatever it was, and it was also, I, 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 I can't even I can't even imagine what the hell happened in this game. It, it, it just Ohio I mean, State also by, by had, you, yeah go ahead. We had the ball at the end at the ten yard line, and we decided to or at the seven yard line, and we kneeled it out the last two minutes. So we could have had the nicest score of them all. Ooh, oh man. That's, and we all the, we also scored the most points Michigan has ever given up in an Ohio State Michigan game. <laughs> Congratulations! I thought it was like oh, perfect it, in a game like uh, regulation. I thought it was the most ever. Uh, was, it, was it just the game series? I do not know. I believe it was just the game because I know that Michigan played Indiana a couple years ago and it went to like quadruple I, overtime. I seriously thought I saw the stat line. Oh, that's that it was nothing. Like the most. Ever in regulation. <laughs> that is nothing. All right, transition. Yeah, go. Let's keep. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, Auburn and Alabama's favorite twenty four and a half. They uh, they covered. Yeah, fifty two to uh, twenty one. Um, I want to watch this game. Yep. I, uh, I I had it on. I think it was three thirty CBS game, right? Yeah. Trying yeah. to remember what else. Well, I mean, I guess I could look here. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was watching that. I had. I, yeah. I think I stopped paying attention once it started getting ugly. You don't I mean, have it, any other listed at the time, so anything else would... It would have been shitty. No, I think I just went to do something else. I don't, yeah, there was... There wasn't, there wasn't much there. I mean, you could have watched Tennessee at Vanderbilt at four. No, I, I think that was what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't I was do just that. Trying to get off the, I was just trying to get off the field for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I, but that's the other thing I was going to bring up before we transitioned. I, as far as I understand, did y'all rush the field? Yeah. Wait, they usually, they usually, rush, usually rush the they field. They do it every game, guys. They do it every game. We don't do it every guys. game. We usually rush the, <laughs> wait, we usually rush the field wait, who's the talking last right now? home game. Who's <laughs> <laughs> talking right now? Is this Tom? Oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting my bus. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm out of the bus. I'm here. <laughs> okay. You, now you, go you touch your rock. Guy, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, I, I spit on the rock. <laughs> but you managed to get onto the field, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. I was drunk. Have you, uh, Tom? Have you ever run yeah, down yeah, that hill? What? Me? Yeah, Tom. Uh, I have never run down it. I've so it's kind of neat. One of the cool things that you, you know how like everyone's allowed on the field after and blah blah blah. Well, you can do that. You can go over to the hill too, and it's usually cleared out because either the students have left or they're on the field. Um, so a lot of little kids, what they do is they go over to like the concession stands and get like the um, cardboard boxes that a lot of the stuff came in, and they use them as sleds and sled down the hill. Um, okay. So, um, I was more curious about like how difficult it is to go down that at a full sprint because I, so I swear that oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get to that. It's super okay. steep. It is yeah. way more steep than it looks like on TV. It no, it, it is, looks yeah. like on TV it, that somebody could get injured going down it. So yes, yes, it is steep. Yep. Like that's you, why I was you asking. You put a kid on a sled and they go flying down that mm. that grass hill. Huh. So anyway, okay. my son loves it. Like he was like this year we went to a game and um, we had to leave right after and he was really bummed because like his biggest reason for going to Clemson games is so that he can um, sled down the hill on a on a cardboard box uh, after the game. <laughs> nice. Is yeah, it so, is yeah. is that turf or is that? Uh... No, it's grass. Oh, it is grass. It okay. looks like it's grass. I painted yeah. orange grass. I put it's a grass. tarp down on top of it. Oh, is it is it a tarp? Okay. Oh God. Uh, the last little bit about rushing the field, uh, Andrew. Could you see if it was very easy to like maybe sucker punch or fight? A person in the middle of the crowd. I, I just asked that for like leading into later. Well, if you remember two years ago, uh, Peppers sucker punched one of our fans on the field. What? So, <laughs> yeah, there's a video of it. You can watch him fucking uh, just sucker because he got in his face. So Peppers just squared him up in the chin. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, let's uh, spe- let's uh, move on in read, library week. Read, read transition back to Alabama Auburn. Yeah. I guess okay. All I add is, uh, you know, it was a tough game for the first half. It was close. Uh, re- going back so, to like the whole chop block thing with Georgia, Georgia Tech, and mm-hmm. and Georgia trying to get out of that game without that kind of injury, or we kind of did get one of those. You know, Isaiah Bugs, who's one of our best defensive linemen, you know, on the backside of of a run play. Actually, it's a run play. They got called back. It was the holding. I think I uh, remember that 75 this. Yard, that oh, 75 yeah, it was yard the 75 yard run. On the backside, that had nothing to do with it. The lineman just like dropped and like hit him right in the knee and hyperextended it. Probably shouldn't have it's been a holding not, call from what I remember. Actually. No, I, no, that was a holding call. It was, was on it? Uh, number 15. It was like a safety. Well, I know it was. I'm saying it probably shouldn't have been on hindsight. Well, he runs remember. right by him at the same time that he's pulled sideways so uh, i don't know that's that's an obvious but then there's a lot of obvious holding calls everyone we uh, all complain about a, that a bama yeah. fan wanting a holding call i've i've heard everything now <laughs> hey we want it all the time when we're on defense <laughs> because we you know we're one of the best sacking you know defensive pressure teams out there and the our opponents rarely ever get caught for holding it's it's weird I know that feeling, buddy. I know that feeling. Yeah, it's uh, why? Why is it like that? It should be obvious, you know. Because then they would literally have to call it every play. So it well, be, a lot of it has to do with hand positioning. As long as you keep your hands what it's on the inside of the shoulders, basically. Yeah, yeah. So if you can hold on to them as they're going around you, and you're still holding on, like you can do that for quite a bit without yeah, it being I, called. I think there's like a a, a a certain amount of time. Like if you get them like up in the you know between the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they're getting by you. You can kind of keep holding on for just like a second before. Yeah, it's go on. it's not long, but you can you can basically do it, and then you kind of have to let go, and and, and they, they won't call it that, usually. I think it's that part that the random people see and call want holding. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, there there are obviously holds that are yeah. missed, and sometimes they're. Yeah. I, sometimes I think most you see, I get literally there. tackled, and they don't call it. So yeah, you're just like, yeah. what are you doing? But yeah. what are you, what are you doing? Yes. Uh, is that uh, all you got on after, that game? Or you... okay, after halftime, uh, Tua kind of does what he does, and yeah, they pulled away. It was five, what a three three five, point game at halftime, I think. Yes, yeah, seventeen fourteen, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, like five touchdown passes, a touchdown run. Uh, I don't know. That should be enough to like separate him and, and Kyler Murray, but maybe not. So there's one more game left. The I guess. Yeah, before the, the before uh, the ceremony. Other than Isaiah Bugs, I think we got out of the game pretty well injury wise, and that's pretty much. Did they that. take any shots on his knee, Tua? I assume he did. Uh, no, uh, they couldn't. They couldn't get enough pressure on him. Um, we, he was able to get rid of the ball quickly enough and accurately enough that mm-hmm. he was never really in any danger, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty much it. Cool. What's All next? right, let's talk about the chickens. Uh, South Carolina was at uh, Clemson's favorite by 26 and a half. Uh, didn't cover, but they still had a pretty big win, 56 to 35. So, Tom. Look at all them chickens. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> I don't want to bitch too much because, like, I, I get you know, that um, Clemson is undefeated and it's really hard to go undefeated and 
This is like the third time in my lifetime Clemson's gone through regular season undefeated. Um, and so any bitching is like, sounds like I'm like this spoiled fan. But all that being said, the defense hey. is super duper bad. <laughs> what? I was going to say, spoiled fan. I didn't didn't a particular coach have a problem with spoiled fans? Yeah, Clemson's coach did. But yeah, he's kind of right. Um, Clemson, I mean, historically, is not, I mean, is, is was a great team, but not like where it is now. He is elevated oh, yeah, the program, yeah. and if I mean, but here's the funny thing: he was like, if you're not happy just winning, then I, you know, you know, maybe I need to I look think- somewhere else. And, and then my first thought was, well, I know he's not going to go to Alabama then because they got way higher standards than Clemson does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, defense was really, really bad. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it's the players. I think it was a bad game plan. Um, uh, safeties were actually not great. Um, they s- were freelancing a lot. Um, but there was um, a lot of instances. And um, Larry Williams, who's a, a Clemson beat writer, um, you know, tweeted out like uh, uh, something that had four pictures of um. Uh, plays where the ball had been snapped and Clemson's defense was still looking at the sideline for the call. Um, mm. So um, mm. South Carolina's plan, which was to go um, super hurry up, which is basically um, the Syracuse type of offense um, worked really well. And this has been a problem for Clemson in the past too. Um, I don't think they thought that South Carolina was going to go as fast as they did. And so they did not um, have an answer at least, at least early on. Um, South Carolina scored 21 points in the first half, and then they didn't score again until "quote unquote" like garbage time, where Clemson had put their backups in. So yeah. I think adjustments were made, um, and then you know Clemson, you know, put, took their foot off the gas and put their backups in, and then uh, Muschamp decided to go hurry up again to try and put some extra points on the board. And, uh, the so. the bit the bits of it that I saw, I saw the hurry up. Uh, it seemed like South Carolina, you know, it was most of all just like these big jump junk plays where they would get like 40, 50 yards, if not just a touchdown. And it seems like they were just straight verticals down the hash line. Yeah, they would they would match up. They, you know, like I, I want to give, uh, what's their offensive coordinator's name? McClendon? Brandon um, McClendon. Yeah, he, he put together a great plan. He, they moved Debo around so that he was always on uh, a safety or a linebacker and they basically just had him run go routes or, um, you know, crossing routes over the middle. And um, yes. At first, lots, Clemson lots did not have any answer to it, and Debo had a ridiculous game. Um, so you know, credit to McClendon; he put together a great game plan. Um, so yeah, I mean, in the end, it didn't really matter because they don't have a defense, and and Clemson put up what 750 yards of offense. So yeah, um, yeah, and and I, I would almost say South Carolina tried to run too many times because it was not doing anything. Yeah, they're running. Like uh, as with anyone, no one can run on Clemson. So yeah. I, I think they abandoned it and then went straight past. And that was some of the stuff that was infuriating. They would do play action, and I don't know. And safeties would bite, or the linebackers would bite. And you think, why are you biting? They're not going to get any yards on the ground. So yeah. um, I will say, seeing some of that planning, obviously you have to know the Alabamas and the Georgias. Sure. So I, I see think, that. Yeah. Well, I think the coaches saw that too. And the nice thing is Clemson plays Pitt this week who does not have a p- passing game at all. Oh yeah. You don't have to worry um, about it. And then they have, you know what, 15 practices in December to, to figure this out. Um, I don't think it's a personnel issue. I think it's a scheme issue and a planning issue. Um, I, I think if Venable sees that, um, the offense is going super hurry up that he, he needs to have a backup plan in place for, for having the defense to be able to be set and, and ready to go. 
Um, another big issue this weekend was Clemson's starting middle linebacker was out. Um, so you kind of lose your quarterback on the field uh, for your defense as well, yeah. which is yeah. obviously a problem. So, um, yes, there are there are concerns. I, I think that they can at least be max, masked or fixed to some degree um, with the uh, bowl game practices. Yeah. Sounds also, like I don't think anyone goes that fast that is going to be in the playoffs. Except maybe yeah. They'll, was, they'll try it somehow. I was, still, I was still more thinking of like, you know, the, the ability of like getting that, your good receiver, like a fast guy, which uh, for Alabama's sake, we've got a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, but I think I think the problem was not only that, but it would like they would like, they would do they would set the up like that, and then they would go so fast that the defense can't adjust, adjust to move. And and also, like you said, like having the linebacker, yeah, right, you know, right. You know, if you have a backup linebacker trying to cover a number one receiver, right, it's not going to win. So so yeah, yeah. So yeah, defense was was trouble, but um, Clemson's offense might be. The best offense I've ever seen at Clemson. Currently, even better than the Deshaun ones of 2015 and 2016. There's just I mean, so much talent everywhere. Lawrence, I mean, you see it and you understand. He throws some passes that are unbelievable. He threw a pass like across the hashes to run for like 20 yards down the field that was like on a rope, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, he just ball just launches out of his hands and yeah. it's it's amazing and then you have to and, and then you have to you have to have safeties back there because the way the Clemson runs their offense and then and then what happens you, then you have ETN that can can break a tackle and go 40 so yeah. um it's it's going to be a really tough offense to um to defend especially now that Lawrence has like you know five six games under his belt and he can really um yeah he can really command the offense cool anyway that's all I got yeah uh, Brian McClendon at uh, South Carolina. I've always been under the impression that he could be really good, but I feel like most of the time Muschamp is just meddling in that yeah. offense and making yeah. him go slow. Or you know, we need to we need to control the ball. I want you to run it and run it and run it and run it and go slow. Protect my defense. Yeah, exactly. Protect my defense. So I don't know how much he's been really unleashed, but it sounds like they unleashed him a lot if he was calling a bunch of pass plays because he's a former wide receiver. He wants to pass the ball. Oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up. The officiating was awful and one-sided. It was like the SEC refs wanted to keep South Carolina in that game. There was um well, I you're know that sounds awful, but there were like there was a you're really not the only garbage team saying this kind of thing. Well, there was a really garbage offensive pass interference call on a touchdown that Clemson would have had right before the half that called back, got called back. There was the um there was a defensive pass interference that extended a drive where South Carolina uh scored that was completely bogus guy wasn't even near and then there was the um what was the one Farrell did like a barrel roll on the line and they threw a flag calling it disconcerting signals I mean they were just making up calls and and oh and then Christian Wilkins did the Heisman pose in the end zone they called on sportsmanlike conduct so I you know there was a lot of junk calls in that game it was pretty bad well if somebody uh man in the uh I guess it's kind of skipping ahead, but they said this weekend that if Oklahoma does a upside down hook them directed at a Texas player, that they'll get penalized. That's oh, fine, but that's not the Heisman pose. How is the Heisman Bullshit. pose on sportsmanlike conduct? Yeah. So uh, basically, if they I've, do the hook them, I've seen it called for I most everyone since Desmond Howard did it back. I vaguely remember. I think he might have gotten the penalty. Nope. On that play. Nope. Nope. He didn't. Okay. 
anyway, so let's uh, moving yeah. on to the rest of our games. Notre Dame uh, was favored by ten and a half at USC. They did not uh, cover. They went twenty four to seventeen. Um, that was a shit game from what I game. saw. Like, I don't know USC why you guys said I wanted. I want Notre Dame to keep winning because they're not good, and so that someone gets someone gets to. Absolutely, yeah, obliterate them in the playoffs. Clips, so I'm excited Clips, about that. Clemson's like 80 percent chance of playing them. It's just yeah. a waste of a so playoff spot. But yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't get excited about like even if my team were to make it through, like play Notre Dame again. Yay! Well, I mean, it, it is kind of it would be kind of cool to dumpster them. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, it's always great to dumpster them. Well, well, the odd thing is, like, Georgia had. Georgia had a hard time with Notre Dame last year, so you can never really be sure. Well, Jake Jake Fromm, it was like his first game, too, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the road. Yeah, anyway, that yeah, that was a way different team. I, I would not. Uh, I I think we'd yeah, feel comfortable picking us by like fourteen in that game. Uh, anyway, next game, Oklahoma State. Okie Light was favored by five at TCU. Uh, they they did not win. They lost thirty-one to twenty-four. It's like it a, a let down, let down game after. Yeah, they they beat someone last week. Was it West Virginia? Yeah. Or the week before this, yeah. So, next game, Utah State was at Boise State. It was favored two and a half. They covered and won thirty-three to twenty-four. Um, we'll come back and talk about this last item that I added in here that we weren't even going to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the. It, it, it's yeah because it. And the game of the week, it actually is pretty interchangeable. I mean, I really would say I would, that, that I would say that was the game of the week. It the really was, week. but that, yeah. but that Oklahoma, the game that we had, it was a very good like. Yeah, Oklahoma was favored by one and a half at West Virginia. They won fifty nine to fifty six. So it was. I mean, another no defense in the game. Yeah, because it, uh, it did, I don't think it went to overtime. So no, they they don't need overtime to hit fifty nine points. No. Uh, <laughs> Turn of the week was Tennessee at Vandy. Uh, Vandy won, uh, oh, God, 38-13. to 13. Uh, Tennessee broke at some point. They just, like, stroked out. Um, they're just Ten- they're done. Tennessee is done for the year. They've been no done bowl. for a few games, I think. Oh, that too. But they didn't even get bowl practice, so. I think Missouri broke that, them, right? That was when it, it fell apart. Further, it might have been further back, but. Yeah, uh, Pac-12, uh, Pac-12 after dark. Uh, BYU was at uh, Utah. was favored by 13, and they uh, did not cover. But uh, 35-27. Uh, you yeah, know, game, usually, usually a game like Pac-12 after dark would be, you know, it's late. You know, if you want to watch football, it's there. You can watch all of it, except for this weekend, because the game of the week kept going on. And I think I was able to flip over to the Utah game with like five minutes left. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about what ended up being the game of the week. That was LSU at Texas A&M. We all got a hurried message from uh, Mike on our Discord server to turn on this game. Uh, I which, sent it to everybody. Yeah, literally everyone. Over 100 like, people on this thing. <laughs> and uh, so I turn it on. And it's in overtime already. Maybe even overtime too. I'm not sure. Maybe it was, it was probably over, It was right at overtime. At the, the the tying play had just happened when I uh, when I. Hit yeah, I think that. it was going to overtime. Maybe and so it proceeded to no, go to seven seven more of them. Yeah, no one really cares about like the first three quarters. Like Texas A&M had a lead in almost the entire game, but you mm-hmm. could see the inevitable 
okay, here comes LSU, slow, but they're going to tie it and then take a lead, and they do. So so let's talk about right over. before overtime when uh, Coach O got a Gatorade bath. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, Texas A&M yeah. has the ball. You know, it's it's something like second and 15 or whatever. doesn't really matter. Uh, the snap happens, Mon, like, it's on the ground. Mon has to drop down to, to pick the ball up and hurry to throw the ball. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have any timeouts. It's like 25 seconds left. It's intercepted, and game's <laughs> over, and, and Coach O gets the, gets the bath. Except when he bent down to get the ball, his knee was on the ground, and oops, that kind of calls down right there. They get a 10-second runoff, so it's like 15 seconds left on, like, fourth down and 18. They complete the ball, uh, have enough time to I, – maybe – I can't remember if they run another play or spike it there. But they basically get to the point where they have to st- st- spike the ball with three seconds left. Uh, there was a question of whether or not the spike happens before zero hits because it's a running clock, basically. Um Either way, they gave they, it to him. So they gave it to him. Uh, so it's like this is it, and you're like 18 yards or 20 yards out, and you have Kel- you have is it Kellen Mond? Yeah, I think is that his name. Who's not a good quarterback at throwing the ball? Yeah, there's no chance because I mean LSU's got defensive backs out the ass and whatever. Somehow they make a touchdown. And that's when I tell everyone to wake up because we're going to overtime. This is after a celebratory Gatorade bath. You have to watch because it doesn't come hap- doesn't happen very often to see a coach get the bath and have a chance or lose to lose. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the overtimes. Here they come, and then it was just one thing after another. And as they, it as it kept going, the the defensive players just kind of would like the ball would be snapped, and they would just kind of stay at the line of scrimmage because they could hardly move at that point. Uh, so it was just like one score after another, and then is it once you get to third or is it fourth overtime? You have to go for two. It's after after two. After, yeah, the start of the third quarter. Start of the third, third overtime. overtime. Yeah. So everybody had to start going for two. So sometimes they'd miss them, and and anyway, it was a it was a ridiculous game that I believe set the record for most multiple things, scored. more most points scored and the longest uh, FPS game as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like tie for the most amount of overtimes. There's never been an eight overtime game, at least it, in the FPS. It basically ended, and the Hawaii game was also about to end, which is which is insane. So. Because like um, it starts like that game probably started at halftime, if not after halftime, for the original part of the LSU. I feel like the Hawaii games game. usually start at like midnight, right? Yeah, something like that. Like eleven. Is it eleven? Okay, yeah. So the Hawaii game went to overtime as well, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it went to just one overtime though. But uh, so yeah, it went to overtime, and then it was uh, then that was over. But I mean, anyway. There was there was a there was a handful of other like controversial calls. There's like uh, Texas A&M like, and I think in the first overtime they get the ball second and they throw a pass to a tight end or or whatever and he catches it and it does you know turns around and is like maybe has a step a step and a half and gets hit and fumbles and LSU gets the ball and at this point you know LSU's kicked the field goal and if it's a turnover game's over. But they really incomplete, and that, so that's that's a controversial call. Uh, I know there's there's a bad pass interference on LSU 
that people complain about. Um, there was like one catch by A and M that I don't know how he caught it, but it's like bouncing up in the air and he catches it on his back and off the defensive back for a touchdown. And that was the it, same guy that um, <laughs> he kept getting those ridiculous catches against Clemson. And I don't know if he just only shows up two games a year, but it's not like LSU has bad defensive backs. But this what, what yeah, number thirteen. He it's Rod- Rogers. Rogers yeah, is his last name. He yeah. did the same thing to Clemson. Like they would be in the position, they'd tip it, they'd be in the way or whatever, and he'd somehow just still come down with it. Yep. And you're just like, what am I supposed to do? And he, um, like he single-handedly won like at least half of those overtimes, where you know, because yeah. some of them got to like this is the last play. It's fourth down and ten. And I remember and watching it. And I was like, to, I, has yeah. to score a touchdown. I remember watching it. And like I understand what you're going through, LSU. I know. I know what it feels <laughs> like. <laughs> so it finally finally ends what seventy four seventy two. Mm-hmm. I think it's because LSU couldn't score. No, they didn't get the two point conversion. They, 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 they were they were first. They didn't get the two point conversion, and then they and then um, LSU uh, A and did. did get the two point conversion. Yeah. So yep. that's a game over. So crowd rushes the field, and you think, oh well, this is good, good for football, yay. Well, well, I mean, yeah. For anyone that dislikes LSU, is real good. So let's talk about some extracurricular activities. We got to move this along. So there was a uh, yeah. there was a, a Dem- Demune Craig is a, a coach for um, for A and M, and he, he was going uh, around. He's, a, he's like he, getting he's in people's an, faces. He, he was on LSU's staff. And yeah. he was like, go or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, he's going around being an ass, and uh, uh, what's his name? Steve Cragthorpe, I think, uh, is uh, is is on staff at LSU, and goes over and tells him, he's like, hey, you guys won the game, like knock it off. You don't have to be an ass about it, basically. And so, a person wearing a, I guess, a reddish, uh, yeah. maroon, whatever A and M's color uh, polo shirt comes over and. Uh, Pushes or punches, as Cragthorpe says, you're, punches him yeah, in the chest. You, 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 yeah, you've got it all wrong, or you get it a good bit wrong. So, yeah, Tell Craig does run over there. He runs over to the sideline. He does talk shit to LSU coaches. Uh, the guy in the red shirt, who is he's probably Jimbo Fisher's nephew. He's basically the get back coach only for D- Damian Craig. So he's running after Craig the whole time, and he finally gets to him, and he's basically leading him back away from the LSU bench. At that point, Craig Thorpe, who, like he said, he wants to basically tell Craig, hey, go away or, or whatever. And he comes running up on him to do this at the same time when he gets to the red shirt guy, and he's red shirt guy sees this guy running right at him, and he does push him back in the chest. And, of course, Craig Thorpe, he has Parkinson's and apparently has something resembling a pacemaker in his chest, which is pacemakers where they go. Uh, at that point, I think uh, Kevin Falk, who is like a, I don't think he's a coach, but he's a, uh, what, what would you consider him to be? He's a director of player personnel job title or something. Director, yeah. yeah. Ex-NFL player for a long time. Not a guy you want to get in a fight with. Sure. Kevin Falk sees this interaction with Cragthorpe, you know, getting pushed in the chest. And uh, it kind of goes after the little uh, little graduate assistant get-back coach. And uh, punches are thrown, and one of the perfect timed ph- 
photographs of, of all time in college football gets taken. Uh, he, I mean, there's stories all over the place of this famous punch, you know, in the middle of a, a ruckus on, on the field that everyone needs to go see. Uh, yep. Zapruder, I, you know, there's people coming out with uh, different camera angles trying to figure out the story. It's like the JFK assassination all over again. And uh, it becomes the really the story of the game, strangely, that over the actual like seven overtime part. And the, uh, and the LSU or A&M band playing that blah, blah, over oh, and over again. Yeah, that was the LSU band. Um, anyway, yeah, I was trying to leave out details because I was trying to get through this damn podcast before we hit like three hours. <laughs> so anyway, uh, right. but it, it was a... Edition? It was okay, the it was a great picture. You should look it up. Uh, it's just basically uh, Kevin Falk clocking this dude in the face, who <laughs> yeah, is apparently Jimbo Fisher's uh, nephew or something. And so he goes over and tells Jimbo after it. Uh, you can see him walking down the uh, tunnel, and you see him like turn around, yeah. and Jimbo's like, Jimbo's, "What the fuck?" <laughs> basically, Jimbo's like, "Jesus Christ, Christy, your son." Jesus Christ, Jason Bourne. Uh, it's like whoever's whoever's. Whoever his parents is, you know, related is like. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's it's quite a it's quite a night. Um, but yeah, that that guy's reaction behind uh, Falk and uh, Jimbo's uh, son is probably the best. He just he's has like, this look of peace on his face. He's like he's accepting this fight. This is happening. He's here for this. All right, so. All right, so let's talk about this coming week. Uh, we got uh, this is basically championship week slash uh, bowl eligibility uh, week. Um, also, makeup game, I guess, for Stanford. Um, anyway, Friday, Friday we got uh, the MAC uh, championship game. You got Buffalo's uh, favorite by three and a half at Northern Illinois versus Northern Illinois. That's a seven on ESPN two. Uh, next, we got uh, the Pac uh, Pac twelve championship game. Uh, Utah versus Washington, who's favored by five at eight on Fox. So nobody's going to be there because it's at five o'clock local time. Nobody Crash would be your there anyway. More snow. <laughs> it's going to be, isn't it the Rose Bowl? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I forget yeah, where it is. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's Rose Bowl, though. Oh, well. uh, Wait, they, didn't they used to do like team. home team? Or the, I don't that's know. The Who knows? Home? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't it's know. On, it's, it's somewhere. On the network. No one has it. It's a, it's yeah, on Fox anymore. actually, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's on Fox, but nobody's gonna be there. There, yeah. Anyway, so Saturday we got the Big Twelve Championship game. Oklahoma is gonna be doing. Uh, we got a repeat. They're favored by seven and a half uh, versus Texas. That's at twelve on ABC. Uh, so I'm sure we'll hear more about that later in the pick'em. Nooner. All right. Yep. Uh, so we'll get a oh. chance, uh, or Oklahoma has a chance for uh, revenge. So. Uh-huh, See, uh-huh. it's it's hard to beat the same team twice. They say Sun Belt Championship game. We got App State. Uh, it's favored by eighteen. That's uh, versus Louisiana Lafayette at twelve on ESPN. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, I guess this is the game that you see. Um, App State, what they do. Uh, Scott Satterfield is the coach. We'll see if he ever gets hired by a Power Five team. Um, seems like they're going to keep on getting shitty uh, former coaches out of retirement. Okay. We got the CUSA championship game. We got Middle Tennessee, uh, who's favored or yeah, favored by one and a half versus UAB, and that's at one thirty on the CBS Sports Network. So anyway, no one has that. It's on YouTube TV. Next. 
I've never watched it. Stanford Thanks. is favored by two and a half at Cal at three on the Pac-12 network, which nobody has. Hey, me- remember that time that they had that the, the play? The band's out in the field? Yeah, I remember that. No, I don't remember that at all. No, I wasn't alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey. probably true. Yeah, It is true. All right, so anyway, uh, next thing we got uh, the AAC championship game. We got Memphis versus UCF. Served by three. That's at 3.30 on ABC. That was the line as of yesterday. It may, may have moved. Um, yeah, this is not going to be an easy game for UCF now that Mackenzie Milton's out. Yeah, uh, uh, it still will be. I don't know about that. Yeah. Memphis has really good offense. Uh, uh-huh. Really good running game. Memphis almost beat them last time, so. Yes, with Milton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mountain West uh, Conference or uh, Manifest, whatever. I forget what, what we called them for. Manifest Destiny Conference. Manifest Destiny Conference. Uh, RIP, Boise Manifest State. Destiny Conference. <laughs> Boise State's favored by two and a half at Fresno State. Uh, Battle of the States. At 745 on ESPN. I'm assuming nobody's going to be watching that. Well, I don't know. None of these other games are really any good oh, either. So oh, ACC Championship game. Uh, Clemson's you know favored the, by 26 you know what, and a half. You know what they Pitt. should do? Hey, you know I'll be there. Do? I'll be at the Clemson game, so I won't watch We know what the, the they games. should do with these two games. They should make Clemson play Ohio State. Boom. That, honestly, for Clemson, that's about as easy as playing Pitt. So, whatever. Oh, so true. shots fired. <laughs> versus, uh, that's versus Pitt. That's at eight on ABC. I did no research on this because who cares? They're favored by 26 Pitt, and a Pitt, half. Can, Pitt can run a lot and they cannot pass. So, they're like Georgia Tech, except they just do traditional running. And we know how the uh, Georgia Tech game went against so, Clemson. So, so. so they're good at the one thing that you really can't do against Clemson. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's going to go like the Georgia Tech game. But hey, it's made some pretty good like meme pictures of like Death Star, Death Star yeah, charging yeah. up. Pitt's been charging up for for a month and a half. I I, I mean, I didn't do any research. I don't know what Pitt's um, passing rate, ranking is, but I'm pretty sure it's near the bottom. So I'm sure. Sounds right. Uh, the Big 12 or the Big 10 championship game. Northwestern hey. versus Ohio State. It's by 14 at 8 on Fox. Northwestern Did not do any research Akron. on this. That's all you need to know. Just Northwestern. At home. That's all you need to know. Good God, yep. Andy. I, I, I finally read down and what the fuck have you done? I have. Hey, listen. I have. Uh, My God. Feelers out for tickets for this game. If not, I'll probably just buy them because they're cheap as shit. So I'll probably be there. I bought the Clemson tickets like a week ago, and now they're like plummeting because no one from Pitt's going to come down. And now yeah. I'm really upset that I bought tickets when I did. But what are you going to do? Hey, it's not my fault. We spent like an hour and a half on on boring <laughs> shit for this. All right. Uh, and some oh, of this man. is probably going to get cut. So we have in here is our game of the week. Alabama's favored by 13 uh, with Vegas versus uh, Georgia. That's at four on CBS. And so uh, anyway, I oh, had God. some... I had some some questions. <laughs> I've done a decent oh, amount. Oh my gosh! Listen, listen. Oh I'm boy! Listening. I've done some. I've done a little bit of research, and we're gonna cut some of this. But anyway, I I tweeted the robot this week, uh, Bill Connolly, uh, because I noticed that S and P Plus had Bama by three point two, Vegas has them at thirteen, and I asked him what like basically what's up with that discrepancy. And so, uh, basically, his response was that he thinks UGA has a very good shot. And he said, and I think S&P Plus has somehow been underestimating uh, Bama all season. So, anyway, so 3.2 by the advanced metrics. And I'm not sure who has this highlighted. It's really hard to read when it's highlighted like that. Not me. Okay. <laughs> so, Mike, I think. Probably. Dick. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, 
yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. You, God, you. Well, I can I can fix that. Okay, there you go. I fixed it for you. Yep. Sorry, I yeah, I had to do something. I don't think oh, that, I that the S and P point differential translates to actual points, does it? Yeah, no, it's picking them to win by three point two. Uh, all right. Anyway, so the uh, there's this idea. There's <laughs> he keeps on trying to post this shit in there, and I keep on deleting it as he posts it. So, all right, anyway, fine. I'll post you, it after. After. Fine. Uh, there, there's this. Um, let's just skip all that. God damn! What is? This? <laughs> And all right. me. All right, we're gonna skip all my my stats on this. Uh, so let's talk about three different. You said you have some questions. Do you have questions for me to answer, like <laughs> back and forth, or are we asking like someone no, that's not? These are all of us. Anyway, okay. So I've got three different scenarios for you. Listen. All right. So, Bama <laughs> Bama wins close, less than seven. So uh, basically half the spread. Uh, Bama's beaten everybody by like 20 all year, favored whatever by more than 14 against everybody else in the playoff contenders, supposedly. So, if UG has a close loss, do they have a chance of getting in with two losses, as Herb Street and Stuart Mandel are saying right now? Did Oklahoma no. and Ohio State yeah. lose? Uh, yeah, did I mean, either of those teams, wait, did both of those teams lose? Uh, in your scenario, Oklahoma and Ohio State. Uh, yes, no, yeah. I'm no, I'm saying just winning, like if nope. they win. Right, but but that but so like if. Ohio State and Oklahoma lose, then yes, they have a chance. If either of those teams win or both of those teams win, no, they don't have a chance. Correct. That's yeah. why I asked what happens elsewhere. UGA, if they lose, does not. Yeah, so we, we, we could have multiple questions if you a, want. We're at A2. There's an A1 and an A2. A1 uh, is like Oklahoma and, and Texas lose, and A2 here, is Georgia need If Georgia loses, they need help. That's it. Yes. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of, need a lot of, need a lot of help. I would worry this. about, I would worry about Central Florida getting in there. Man, that's, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. All right, so let's talk about second scenario. UJ in a close win. Does Bama get in after dominating everyone all year by more than twenty points? Uh, okay. Again, does don't I believe win? Oh. <sighs> yes. Let, let's just le- let's just say everybody wins their games this weekend as we expect, except for okay. this yes. game yes, right here. Yeah, no, okay. I think yeah. if Ohio State blows out Northwestern, like it's like fifty-nine to zero, I think Ohio State gets in over Bama. If it's close, like last, I think it'll be like last year, right? Let's if just Ohio say everybody State, covers. So Ohio State's favored well, by fourteen. Okay. So if they win by fifteen, eh, that's not the same. Like I think if Ohio State beats Northwestern, like they, the way they beat Wisconsin last year, they will not get in. But I think if they beat Wisconsin, they beat Northwestern like they beat Wisconsin in twenty fourteen, then they will get mm-hmm. in. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, I, so if I, do I get a chance? You yeah, can. if you want to, yes. you can. I was gonna say, in, in a close win by Georgia, I would. I've been leaning yes, Alabama would still get in with you know a win by both Oklahoma and Ohio State. I would worry more about Oklahoma because they actually play a comparable team in Texas. Yeah, where you know we're playing Northwestern, they've got to like win by seventy. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they win like like the same way they won in in 2014 over Wisconsin, what was it? 59-0? Then, then it becomes like yeah, you know, it's yeah, it'd be a a definite question. You know, yeah. that it'd be very easy to put a higher state in. In my opinion, uh, Bama but does that. I would still say, one. if if they only win, if they win by 70, but Oklahoma also wins, I would still probably put in Oklahoma. 
Hmm. I think. Mm. Yeah. I think if if Oklahoma and o- Ohio State dominate, like super dominate, and Bama loses close, I think that the Oof. committee will will have to make a decision between Oklahoma yeah. and Ohio State. And I think th- Bama will already be out. The thing that would I would yeah. say keep yeah, Bama in that conversation, if not win, is they have shown best team means the most. And it, just remember when when they if the if the the only thing that they've been consistent about this whole time, which always drives us crazy is, every year, is is, put is Alabama in the playoffs. It's not that it's, that it's 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 well not just that it's it's the best team, not the most deserving team. So they're gonna look and through their own subjective glasses and see who they think is the best team. I don't think I don't. Well, first of all, I don't think that they. I don't think they believe <laughs> that. I don't think anyone believes that. Otherwise, Notre Dame wouldn't be in. Well, it'd be nice. You it'd be nice just to slide them team. out and just have like Alabama, you're, Georgia, Clemson. You're, 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 you just so you just said best team, not most deserving. Notre Dame is in because they're deserving, right? They went twelve and zero against a good schedule, even though they haven't looked really dominating all year, right? No. So, yeah. So they are in because they're the most deserving, not because anyone thinks they're the best, and so they're already going against their argument. Yeah. Yeah. So well, they, they also the like Notre Dame. Week, week, so. We're all in agreement to get rid of Notre Dame then. Well, yeah, yes. I'd, I'd be I mean, fine with that. Yes. I mean, I I, I kind of want to play them again. But well, it, it is an yeah, easy win. Yeah, we all we but, all want to play like, them. <laughs> but you also kinda, don't yeah. like no, nobody likes Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. In anyway, in my opinion on our second question, if it's a close win, you know, without getting all, into all these things, yeah, I think that uh, Bama gets in. But anyway, next one, UJ wins in a blowout, which I don't think anybody's expecting, but just. These are uh, just yeah, hypothetical I, I, situations. UJ I'll, I'll wins a blowout. In, what's 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 a blowout? Because it's three touchdowns. It, yeah, that's super fucking hard to do against Alabama. There's no I way Bama's getting. I can't remember the last time Alabama has lost by. I, I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't touchdowns. even say a blowout. I would say in this case, when you're favored by 13, I'd say if you have like a four touchdown swing. So say like UJ wins by 14, 14, then I'd say that they, that's they don't a, pay attention. I don't think they pay attention to the swing part, but they would. I'm just saying, like on 14 points. Well, you're, I think it's all relative because you, uh, Bama's been yeah. blowing people out by 21 points all year. If they lose by 14, for them, that's a blowout. Is all I'm saying. So in that situation, I think they're probably not in. But what do you guys think? No, they're not in. Uh, no, in a blowout. If it's a, if it's a yeah. big loss, there's no way they're in. I think it's. I think super if it's like. I, th- I think if it's like I more mean, than seven points, they they're probably not in. It's like it sucks because there is uh, this weird triangle of suck between Georgia, LSU, mm. and Alabama because they've just blown each other out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I'm in for a triangle of suck. Uh, <laughs> I'm in for a triangle of suck where people, where people are blowing each other out. That's all, all about it. Put that on the soundboard. <laughs> really should. Uh, so we're not going to get into I, all the stats. We'll, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about this slightly more in the pick'em. We're surprised you, I'm not yeah, going to pick us anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, if we wanted to like get into what we think of how each team would attack each other, but we could probably just no. do another podcast. Please, God. Uh, let's talk about the turd of the week. We got Akron at uh, South Carolina. <laughs> it was favored by 29. We're only talking about this because this could be because for bowl eligibility. For to go on even longer is why we're talking about it, I guess. It's bowl eligibility for uh, South Carolina. It's favored by 29 at 12 on SEC Network Alternate. And uh, hold on one second. Uh, so... South Carolina is only six and five. We already finished talking about it. I'm posting it. Six and five, and with how many six and six teams there are, 
they need that win to ensure that they make a bowl game. Cool. And so uh, they're also wanting to use a springboard, uh, use this win, a potential win against Akron as a springboard into winning the SEC next year. That was by some tweet that came out yesterday. We got some questions. We're not going to ask uh, <laughs> uh, Andrews because they're stupid. Uh, so, uh, legitimate, but okay. Let, let's talk about uh, our Libertarian Texas fans uh, question. He always sends this one. He's probably our uh, our our best question asker for the most part. Although we got one from our Penn State fan. It's also good. What is your this question? What is your ideal playoff from number of teams to how they are selected? Yeah, I think we talked about this earlier. We talked about this earlier. Reference the first 20 minutes of the podcast. Yeah, if we had yes. bookmarks, we could tell you to click on it. We don't have that for this podcast. Question from the uh, Penn State fan. Uh, if Urban doesn't retire after this season, how much money will it take for Ryan Day to leave and to where can include teams who need an upgrade, uh, USC, Florida State, et cetera? I haven't paid attention. Did you, did Andy say he's like not paying attention to questions in the pot, uh, in the chat room? Or what? Are those questions in the chat room? I thought there were earlier. Uh, there's not any serious ones. <laughs> uh, Ryan Day. Are we, are, we, are we a serious podcast now? Yes. I'm sure well, that Ryan Day will probably get a head coaching job this offseason. Where do you think he goes? Because there's not uh, a lot Louisville. of good openings left. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, it's not an awful job. It's just no. there's been a shitty, shitty person there. I don't know. It just it depends. I think Ryan Day could also make a jump to the NFL too. If he, I don't know what he wants though. So. There you go. <laughs> I'm about right. to block somebody in Discord. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> hey, all right. Here, here's a question from a, a faithful. Uh, no, Florida, he never listens to this shit. Florida, uh, North Carolina State, Alabama. Nope. nope. Don't ask it. Uh, can we just go to the pick'em? Let's just go to pick'em. All right. So last. How week. many touchdowns is Georgia going to win by? Two or three? Moving on. How many perfectly good knees will Tua have at the end of the game? All to all both. <laughs> is this Lockhart your Lockhart Cole pick? Lockhart Cole pick. His knees. Two or three touchdowns. Is Tua has two good knees at the end of the game? Oh, Mike, that's bad news for you. <laughs> I was not paying attention. I'm doing something else. What? Oh, I just Andy, locked hard. Cool pick is that two will have good two good knees at the end of the game this weekend. Yep, I locked it in. I would agree to that because right. Georgia has no pass well, rush. Luckily, the yep, rolled should the week not pay attention to our pass rush. You're right. Anyways, all right. Pickups from last week. Uh, Oklahoma, West Virginia. Tom was the one who thought Oklahoma could win. Yeah, you idiots. It's a close game, damn it. You idiots. This is a, Fuck. This, this is a shit show for everyone this week in the pick'em. Uh, That's not true. I went four and two, man. Mike was the only one who thought UW could beat Wazoo. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Our Why didn't y'all think that? Well, because we didn't know it was going to snow. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to be a snowstorm. <laughs> I knew uh, it because Washington State uh-huh. had just come off of a good win. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a letdown. Duh. That wasn't Why? It was because uh, it was in a fucking snowstorm. Andy and Mike Washington played in the snowstorm. Oh they got an air raid team, man. God. Anyway, continue. All right, Tom. Tom's uh, luck of not picking or picking against Clemson turned out to be successful this week when he picked Clemson not to cover twenty six and a half. Hey guys, guess what I, I'm gonna do this week? Mike and Andy. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Also picked 
Bama to cover. And then everyone yeah. except the coin believed in Urban Meyer and that Harbaugh is a terrible head coach. I, okay, I want to be clear. I do not believe in Urban Meyer. I believe, believe in, in Harbaugh Meyer. to be you believe a, an in awful Santa, coach. You believe in Christmas. You believe in Urban Meyer. So last week, Andy went two and four. <laughs> I went two and four. Tom went four and two. Mike went three and three. And the coin went one and five. Gross. Also, the Lockhart Cole pick of the week and the roll damn tie of the week were both unsuccessful. Moving into, oh wait, bringing in our overall season records two heading into the last week of the season for the pickums uh the coin in last place at 36 42 no no second oh, no sorry no nope. andy andy in last place at 35 and 43 coin in second last 36 42 me and mike tied for second and third at 39 39 and tied but 42 it was only four 36. weeks ago that andy was tied for first it's amazing how far he's dropped i was dead oh, was it was it i was i oh, was shit. I was dead last. I was behind. I was behind the coin. Well, it was five weeks ago, I guess. But, uh, here yes. we go. We were First all tied, up. and then it, in the past six weeks, Andy's gotten nine right. So, oh, well, I started picking against my team when the games got harder. So here we go. All right, right APM kickoff Friday night. Utah at Washington open as a three-point Washington favorite is now five and a half point Washington favorite. Pick straight up. Start with Andy. It was easy. Wait, what? Easy. Okay, starting with me. Yes, uh, it always starts with you first, buddy. The same way yeah. we always do this every week. <laughs> not the buying first time, time you've done it. Buying time. 68 episodes in. Washington. Okay. I'm going Utah. Oh, I'm going UW. Shit. Mm, I don't know. I, I never follow Utah just because I refuse to. Uh, UW. Coin it up. Coin says... Heads. You dub. All right. Up next is Texas Red River rivalry shootout 2.0. Texas Oklahoma. Oklahoma was open as a five and a half point favorite. It's now an eight point favorite. Oh, dang. I guess we'll go straight up. I don't know. Start Mike. with Mike. I hate this game. Uh, like, I remember that the first game, Texas had that game like pretty in, in control. Uh, Oklahoma did come back. In the last quarter, and made it real close, and could have won the game. Um, I don't feel that like Texas has that in them. Even though they'll be able to score as many points as they want, I just think Oklahoma sees like they see the playoffs, you know, in their eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Andy, Andy kind of alluded to it earlier, although he might have been talking about a different game. It is really hard to beat the same team twice. Awesome, awesome that, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to fucking throttle Texas. Not even close. Yes. Uh, if I had a lock card cold pick, it would be this one. Guys, if, I need, if, if the coin says Oklahoma, <laughs> things are about to get crazy. I, come on, coin. I need, I need, I need Texas to win. I need chaos. Oh shit! Why do you need Texas to win? You're so already, already number a guaranteed one. Win. Hey, I'm you know I'm sitting oh, here worried about lo- I'm I am worried about losing to Georgia. Oh, I thought you just didn't want to face Oklahoma in the first round. And also that too. So it's both. Really, and so. the coin. Coin says. Yeah, I, I accidentally flipped the coin of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why this podcast is taking two hours tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Eighty percent of his mic chasing a coin around his house. <laughs> <laughs> coin says heads. 
Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Boys, we're doing it. It's Texas, Oklahoma. congrats on the win. Yeah, sorry, Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Up next is 4 p.m. Georgia at Bama. Open as a 10.5 point Bama favorite. It's now 13.5 Bama favorite. We'll go against the spread. Start with Andy. Well, I'm not picking my own team, so just put in uh, yes, I guess. Wait, wait, are we doing against the spread? Yes, against the spread. Oh. So, yes. Okay. Uh, I do not think Bama covers 13.5. No. Uh, but I mean, two is going to finish with both his knees intact, so it'll be fine. So probably. I'm going to go with no. Also, I think Bama wins by ten. Yes. Roseanne tied of the week. You just said you were worried. Alabama wins by twenty. Oh. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh shit! With the. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All according to plan. Coin. Coin says tails. So no. <clears throat> Ooh. All right. Up next is ACC championship game. Pitt at Clemson. Open as a 23 and a half point. Clemson favor is now a 27 and a half point. Clemson favor will go against the spread. Start with Mike. That's quite a swing. It went from what to 27? 23. 27. No. It, I mean, they'll be close to covering, but. I always. No. Yeah, yeah. I will also say no. I think Clemson gets up big, then rest their starters, and then it will come back by pit. Yeah, I mean that's just too many points. No. Uh oh. This will work to your favor. This will work to your favor. Coin. Coin says heads. Oh, okay. Yes, they do cover. All right. Up next. Big Ten Championship game. Northwest is Ohio State. Open as a 13-point Ohio State favorite. Now 14-point Ohio State favorite. Go against spreads. Start with Andy. God. Uh, I can't pick Ohio State in anything. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess I did last week. Uh, Northwestern's going to do their best to muddy up this game and keep it low scoring. Uh, I'm going to say... Although I think Urban Meyer is working for the cameras here and working for some playoff rankings potentially. I guess I talked myself into it. Yes, cover. I'm saying no. I don't know what the fuck this team is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes just because I think that Ohio State's like done like goofing around and they're gonna like 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 Andy said they they want to prove that they they be be in the playoffs so they're not gonna win by like six points over Maryland or however the fuck many they want but they're gonna actually win like they're supposed to win so yeah the um so that was my turn okay. The main thing that I have noticed is that Jim Harbaugh is not coaching Northwestern. <laughs> That's true. Very, very astute. So I'm going no. They'll win, but no. They have because the Big Ten. I think. I think. I think Ohio State is so screwed that they needed like <laughs> the obvious like revenge thing and and shot. I can't pronounce the word. Is that German word? Schadenfreude. Schaden. Just, they, they just wanted to fuck Michigan up, and they did. Oh, yeah. I think the problem this too is, is you're gonna have you're gonna have the players are gonna be like, we need to win by 35 points, and like aren't gonna realize that you have to get 35 points one touchdown at a time. Yeah, just get to them. Yeah. So no. Like okay. And the coin right. says tails. So no. All right. No. Last up. I don't know. Is this for a conference? Mountain West. Mountain yeah, West Mountain championship West. game. 
Fresno State at Boise State. Open as a one and a half Boise State favorite. Now is a two and a half point Boise State favorite. Straight up. Start with Mike. Uh, I'm flipping a coin. No. Um, is that Boise State in it? Uh, I'm Boise. Okay. I'm going with Fresno. Oh, this straight up, right? Yep, we are. All right, yeah, go Fresno. Uh, I'm glad Tom picked Fresno because I'm three things behind him, and this would be my third different pick, and I really wanted to pick Boise, but I was going to pick opposite of him, so I'm glad that he went with the one I wanted to pick anyway, so I'm going Boise. <laughs> you're going to have to be right on every single one we were different on. You know that, right? <laughs> Andy, you're going Boise? Yeah. All right. Green. This is Tails. Fresno. Every time I'm the only one that picks differently, I get it right, guys. Just thought you should know that. All right. Well, okay. let's see what happens. Well, well that's the pick. When you're like in the middle of the... Again, I will state what I said many times earlier. You, if you think I pick based on what you pick, I got some, some news for you. <laughs> pick the opposite of what he picks. Well, at least then you're then you're able to base your pick. I on could him. have I could have just picked what you guys picked so that I could make sure I stay ahead. I just think they're bad picks, so I didn't pick them. All right, that's the pickup okay. for the week. That's the pickup for the week, and that's the podcast for the week. <sighs> we did it. Uh, let me we're look at the time. overtime number nine. We're 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 rolling up on two hours here. So uh, anyway, uh, I don't know if it was a good podcast, but it was a podcast, and it was a it. long podcast. Yes, we'll be back next week to talk about the uh, playoff uh, seedings, I guess. Uh, when is it? Sunday, I believe. For the record, we probably won't have a podcast if Georgia loses. I'm just going we'll to no, <laughs> be, be honest. It, there's there's history of this. <laughs> we'll have it. But the uh, playoff rankings are Sunday. Every right? time that Georgia faces Alabama in the Mercedes Dome wearing the same jerseys <laughs> and lose – Every time there's not a follow up, there's not a follow up podcast. <laughs> Every time. So anyway, Every time. we'll have a podcast again next week and we will review what happened on conference uh, championship weekend and bowl eligibility weekend for South Carolina. So tune in All right. next week for another episode of the Decides Connect Advantage. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>